Listen in to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face to face with our guests. Every Thursday at 11:15 a.m. only on Tracks FM. Good morning, Malaysia. Auto here coming to you live from Angkasa, Puri, Kuala Lumpur, as well as on our Facebook Live right now at TraxFM Official. That's T-R-A-X-F-M-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And if you'd like to say hello or you'd like to give uh, any shout-out to anybody or you'd like to uh, show us some love by giving us a thumbs-up or a love, it would be nice as well. Should you have any questions for today, we will gladly try to answer it as soon as possible. But anyway, if you want to know who is in the studio right now, it is, of course, our very own Associate Professor Nuradli. Ridzwan Shah. He's a faculty of uh, economics and Muamalat University of Science Islam Malaysia. Usim, uh, talking about subsidized cooking oil. Good morning, Professor. Good morning. Oh wait. Ah, good morning, Professor. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you so much for being in the studio. And uh, you came earlier as well. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. And it's a hot topic today as well when it comes to subsidized cooking oil. Uh, people have been, you know, they're it's no longer on shelves right now. So that's a very big issue now. So can you tell us a bit about uh, what do you think about the subsidized goods? Well, okay. And when we talk about subsidized goods, it's actually when uh, the government actually put and imposed that uh, there is some restriction, okay, on the uh, goods, for example, especially in the uh, necessities uh, categories, eh? for example, cooking oil or maybe petrol oil, energies, and so on. Right? So basically, it's actually trying to give the, uh, to, or to reduce the impacts of uh, high prices of that particular goods. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, if you look at the global economy right now, okay, the p- price has skyrocket, right? Price has skyrocket because of the pandemic, okay, uh, COVID-19. We have been about almost two and a half years, okay, uh, affected by the COVID. And also there is uh, another issue, which is the geopolitical issue, right, which mm-hmm. is the Russian and so versus uh, Ukraine, which actually has escalated the prices of commodities, energies, okay, oil, right, which actually affect, okay, uh, indirectly to also uh, countries such as Malaysia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, we are we are net, uh, we call it importers. So, basically, we are importing food, okay, meat and from, from other countries. So when we are importing, so we are also importing the inflation. We are uh-huh. also importing the the prices from from the other countries, which are because because of the, uh, uh, the 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 problem, right? So now here when we 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 look at the situations, uh, okay, some government will provide subsidies, okay, mm-hmm. to to the people for them to be able to uh, afford to buy the necessities uh, things, okay, that. That will be needed to to survive in the world, okay, mm-hmm. to survive in daily life. So for 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 me, there is like there are two. I call it uh, the, there are two. I would call it pro and cons. Okay, the pro is that maybe okay is actually help the 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 the, the needs, Okay, for example, the B forties. Okay, when you are being subsidized, but the other one is actually when we look at from the open market. Okay, so they are they saying that we should not subsidize, but let the the price okay uh, to be. Um, to be according to the market supply and demand mm. okay, of the economy, right? So there, there are arguments between these these two two uh, we call it two groups. Okay, one is actually we need to subsidize the the the, the people. The other one we let it to be uh, market decide. Mm. Let the market decide. 
okay, what would be the plan? the global market? You mean? Yeah, yeah, the global market. Oh. Now, now, for example, okay, when we're talking about the uh, cooking oil, right? So it's actually from um, we call it the uh, palm oil, right? Palm oil. When we notice that during the um, uh, February, right? February twenty twenty two, the price of the FCPO, eh, the, the the I mean the uh, uh, crude palm oil has uh, what call it uh, increased okay until seven thousand ringgit per ton. And before this is what? It's all, okay, before that, we have like a, a range between 2,000 to 4,000. That oh. is the normal range. Okay. Right? But it actually, I call it... it um, the value increased. Uh, yeah, the, the price increased. The price increased. The yes. price increased, okay, when the Russian and also uh, Ukraine uh, conflict arise, mm-hmm. okay, happened. And then what, what happened is that the price goes up to 7,000. And now it's actually going back to uh, 4,000 level. Oh, okay. But still, it's above the the high price since since I mean, when we look at the commodity prices, right? Yeah. So it's actually there, there. There is like the the we can say that it's the low level and an upper level. Okay. Commodities because we there are substitute. Okay. For example, if you have uh, you if you if the price goes more than four thousand, for example, more for four thousand uh, per ton, it, the buyers will shift to uh, soy oil. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because there is substitute. Okay. And then if the price goes down to two thousand, okay, the buyers also will will, will try to to rush and buy, okay, the, the the palm oil, right? So basically, the price is normal range is between two thousand and four thousand. Yes. But during the conflict, it goes to seven thousand, uh, right? So that's the why sometimes why <clears throat> the 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 increase okay in in in, in, in cooking oil for for our consumption is mm-hmm. actually they're saying that the price actually one 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 kilo is actually supposed to be nine ringgit yeah but the government has subsidized it yes and giving it at two ringgit and fifty cent per kilo right per liter right mm-hmm. so that is actually uh, how they want to subsidize so that People can 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 actually uh, still afford to buy uh, the, the the cooking oil. Yeah. But if you look at, for example, in Indonesia, all right, so they ban okay their export of palm oil. Ah, okay. That's a different. That's a different, different uh, strategy. Different yeah. strategy. Okay. They ban the, the we call it the export. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happens is that okay uh, because the 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 people okay they are also facing the problem of uh, high prices, so they they ban the export to other countries. Right, mm-hmm. but now the problem is that because when they ban or they restrict for exporting, the price of palm oil in Indonesia has is actually about one thousand uh, one thousand two hundred. This is not not refined yet. Yeah, okay. one thousand two hundred ringgit per ton. Oh no, so one hundred and twenty ringgit per ton, okay. which is very very low, mm-hmm. because the 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 factories that they are not willing to accept, right? Uh, because when they produce. It to become uh, oil is still they are not they cannot uh, cover their uh, costs. Cost. Mm. So so there is a a problem also doing that. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because they want to make sure that the people can 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 afford can afford purchase the uh, okay. cooking oil. I uh, see. Uh, so uh, so that's the reason why uh, they um, uh, they actually cut off the export is because they want to make it uh, available for the rakyat for the community there. But but the best part is that because they don't export, then we we are one of the major exporters. Mm-hmm. Then we are benefiting. 
right? Mm-hmm. We are benefiting from the high prices because the demand is not, I mean, it's there. It's, the demand is there, but the supply is actually, uh, I mean, uh, low, all right, mm-hmm. because of Indonesia uh, restricting their export. So mm-hmm. that's why the price of uh, the palm oil is actually uh, high at that particular time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking to, if you've just tuned in right now, we're talking to Associate Professor Nur Adli Rizwan Shah from the Faculty of Economics and Muamalat University Science Islam Malaysia USIM talking about subsidized cooking oil. So I'd just like to say hello for those who are actually online right now. Thank you so much. And uh, if you have anything you'd like to ask or any questions, you can do so via our Facebook Live right now. Uh, thank you very much, Patricia Lim Lee Tiang, for tuning in. Floyd C, thank you so much. And uh, if you have like if you feel that this conversation is important to anybody else, you please do share this conversation. All right. So anyway, back to the question at hand uh, before we break. Uh, just one question before we break. Yeah. Uh, the government has announced the removal of cooking oil subsidy for bottled cooking palm oil, 2 kilograms, 3 kilograms, and 5 kilograms bottled palm cooking oil. Uh, can you tell us what is the reason behind it? Okay, from, from my reading, okay, basically, um, we, when we look at the how the, what we call it, the cooking oil can be transported, okay, and also can be swindled, okay, the subsidies, okay, they, they, I mean, the bottle one is actually very easy to be um, exported as compared to uh, the packet okay, one, yeah. all right? So, uh, the reason is that, okay, they, they remove, okay, the uh, subsidies for 2 kilo and then 3 kilo and 5 kilo because it is easy to be manipulated by mm-hmm. certain parties, okay, by the sellers, lah, okay. right? So, they, 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 they restrain from selling to the rakyat, but they sell to, uh, to maybe to other countries, which is much more higher in prices mm-hmm. so uh, they make a lot of profit that's another issue over there another issue over there <laughs> okay but the quantity of uh, what we we'll call it subsidized cooking oil is still uh, the same 60,000 metric ton so it's still the same they, they, even though they uplift okay the what we'll call it the subsidy for the the bottles one mm-hmm. but the quantity of subsidized is still remain the same 60,000 and then our the, the uh, <clears throat> Okay, this is one of the problem of subsidies, okay? Because people tend to manipulate that because yeah, this is... Take advantage, uh, take advantage of it. Advantage of it. Yeah. So uh, that's why I say that there are pros and cons about it, right? So in, in, in the reason why, okay, the main reason why, because there are some people manipulating the subsidies, okay? That's why they uplift uh, uh, 2 kilo and 3, and 3 kilo and 5 kilo because, it's, because when you want to transport, it's very easy compared to the packet one. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much for that uh, brief, you know, acknowledgement of what's happening with the subsidized goods, especially when it comes to cooking oil. Uh, would this move actually cause users to change and finding other alternatives? Would you would you say that as well? Well, well this is actually probably yes. Okay, mm. now when we talk about when we talk about commodity, right? Mm. So there is substitute product just now. Yes. So correct. basically, uh, if the price of that cooking oil, for example, for example, cooking uh, palm oil is a very high, mm. then there's people tend to switch to another product could okay. be corn oil could be could be right mm-hmm. could be all right and then uh, and then if it is too low then people will start to rush and buy okay mm-hmm. so that is the normal okay but th- at this this time is actually abnormal mm-hmm. extraordinary time okay <laughs> since the the, the the conflict between Russia and Ukraine is actually yeah. has created an abnormal situation so when we talk about if there is the users will be changing, okay, there were two things that they uh, they have to look into: whether you are ready to change your lifestyle, yeah, 
or you want to increase your income. So okay. those are the, those, those are the two options for now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so thank you very much for that. Thank you. We're talking to Associate Professor Nur Adli Ridwan Shah. He's from the Faculty of Economics and Muamalat University Science Islam Malaysia. Talking about subsidized cooking oil, a very heated topic. So if you want to join in the conversation, you can do so via our Facebook account at Tracks FM Official, or you can just call us at zero three two two eight two five four nine one or zero three two two eight two four seven four six. I'm up for the lifestyle though. So what about you? Anyway, we have a short break right now, and we'll be right back. Good. Good morning, Malaysia. Listen in to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face to face with our guests every Thursday at 11:15 a.m. only on Tracks FM. Fast 11, a good morning, Malaysia Auto with you till 2 p.m. today. And uh, we have the interview feature for today. And uh, if you want to know who, you can log on to our Facebook account right now because we're going live on FB Live at Tracks FM Official. We're talking to Associate Professor Nur Adli Ridzwan Shah from the Faculty of Economics and Muamalat University Science Islam Malaysia talking about subsidized cooking oil. Thank you so much, Professor, for being in the studio with us. Now, thank you. Uh, the price of cooking oil hike up before the government even announced the abolishment of cooking oil subsidy. Could this affect even the B40 sooner or later? Well, if with the subsidies, okay, probably it will be okay for the B40 because they are still getting the price at 2 ringgit and 50 cents per liter, right? So which is, uh, I mean, there will be no uh, effects if the subsidy is still there. The question is that whether the government is still can afford to subsidize, mm-hmm. okay? Whether they can still afford to subsidize because it, 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 it requires a lot of money, okay, to subsidize the the the, the uh, cooking oil, right? So um, this is the thing. Uh, if we have some budget, okay, we have some budget, then we ha- we really really need to prioritize which one is important. We, uh, which yeah. one is important? Mm-hmm. Okay, when we talk about this, okay, uh, it will also uh, depends on how the uh, the authority, all right, will prioritize in certain things, okay? But, mm-hmm. but in thing in, in in the term of economy, so we are talking about improving our economy, okay, which is growing our economy. Yeah. And also, you know, one thing is that because we have two problems right now, which is you know, the high rise uh, price, which is inflation, mm-hmm. right? And also the uh, economy, uh, I can say deceleration, right? Now, no, we are not talking about Malaysia. Eh? Mm-hmm. We are talking about the global, global, what you call it, uh, economy. So the World Bank has just released the report uh, stating that the uh, the world economy is decelerating, okay, about 3.4% for the emerging countries, so which is lesser than what they are supposed to be. For example, we are, they are targeting about 5%. So, so you're saying that there's just slowing down, just slowing to be cautious. No, 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 no. That's not because of cautious, because of this uh, problem of just uh, Russia and Ukraine just, just because now. because of that crisis. The spillover okay. effects mm-hmm. actually dampen the economy, mm-hmm. right? So there are a lot of spill, spillover effects. For example, the high prices of uh, oil, the high prices of commodities, and then also the, um, what you call it, the uh, impact of uh, tightening monetary policies. So you can see that uh, Central Bank of many countries has actually increasing the uh, OPR, okay, mm-hmm. to reduce inflation, right? And then, uh, and, and many more. Right and many more. So uh, there are two problems that need to be tackled here. One is inflation. The other one is uh, the slowing of uh, growth. 
Amazingly, Malaysia is about 5% economic growth. GDP is about 5%, which is higher than the other countries uh, or neighboring countries. But we are actually the same as Indonesia, 5%. Uh, Singapore is about 3.4%. The growth uh, of GDP is 3.4%. And and, uh, uh, the emerging countries is about 3.4%. Right, emerging countries, uh, even the US also and the UK also. UK is a, uh, is good in the, the the GDP, but they have a very high inflation. Even in uh, US also, they also have problem with inflation. So there are two problems there. One is slowing, okay, uh, growth. Mm-hmm. The other one is inflation. Uh, ours is okay, okay, five percent. Still okay at second quarter, right? And then our inflation and CPI is uh, just. I think about 2%, still 2%. Okay. All right. So, uh, the the now, okay, since all this happening around the world, okay, so probably the, the authority must have some tightened fiscal policy right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have very, you have a limited budget, and then you want to know where do you want to prioritize mm-hmm. so that we can make sure the economy grow, but the price is still uh, maintained. There's no, what I call it, there's no uh, price hike mm-hmm. okay, for, for our food and so on. So this is a, the, 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 what I call it, the challenge, okay, that uh, any government, okay, not only Malaysia, but any government in, in, in any countries, okay, so will be facing at the current moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we talk about uh, will it affect or not, okay, the uh, B40, as long as the subsidies is there, mm-hmm. then they should be okay. But these subsidies is the amount of money that need to be forked out from the budget. Right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go back to the point where, where you said in the uh, early of the hours of the show, uh, you talked about lifestyle. Do you think yeah. that will make a change? Because now we see there's a lot of panic buying. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. hard for people yeah, to get yeah, cooking yeah. oil nowadays yeah, 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 yeah. and prices hiked up. I mean, mm-hmm. Would you say that changing our lifestyles as a paguna, as a, as, as a consumer, yeah. as a consumer, can help the economy in a certain way at a certain period of time, or could it be like a long term? We're talking about the grassroots here, the people themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, when we talk about lifestyle, I think we are talking about the consumers, so we mm-hmm. individuals. Okay, but when, when when a lot of individual, many individuals, it becomes a society, right? So it can actually become a movement. Okay, in mm-hmm. terms of that. And when changing lifestyle is not an easy thing. It's easy to say, but it's difficult to be, I mean, to be done, right? True. For example, if you want to say that, okay, you want to change your lifestyle to become healthier, okay? You want to reduce cooking oil. Mm-hmm. You want to use air fryer or you want to use boil instead of uh, frying, frying okay. or you're boiling, right? Mm-hmm. So so that is actually a major shift eh, to your lifestyle. Yeah. Okay, for example, because you you want you say that you can say you want to uh, live a healthy lifestyle, uh, right? So yeah. basically, it's not easy, right? But it's not easy, but it can be done. It can be done if yeah. you want to change. But it's actually, uh, I'm not I'm not saying that because this is uh, it's not my forte, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's but in terms of lifestyle, yes. But if you don't want to change your lifestyle, mm. what you can do, okay, if you want to. Um, sustain of the price hikes or whatever mm-hmm. okay we have to increase our income mm. right because we our expenses are still the same okay but the price uh, will be increased mm-hmm. then you we must cover it with 
higher income lah so mm-hmm. higher expenses and higher income so uh, there are two ways lah right at the moment okay yeah. one is to reduce your expenses for this uh, what call it price mm-hmm. which is which is uh, that has increased whatever mm-hmm. by changing your lifestyle yeah. the second one is you don't want to change your lifestyle you want to maintain your lifestyle then you have to increase the income That's All it. Right. So if you have <laughs> any suggestions or you you just want to let us know what do you think, you can always do so. Call us at 0322825491 or 0322824746. Or alternatively, you can go on to our FB Live right now and just give us what are your thoughts on today's topic. So I have uh, Muhammad Huzaini says, I'm working at uh, plantation sector and a bit sad that hard to find a cooking oil. The fact that uh, we produce palm oil every day, a government should sit together with the industrial players to solve this issue. I mean, that's a very good app. Uh, suggestion. Thank you very much, Muhammad Huzaini, for that. And uh, yeah, if you have any qualms or you like to think that um, you know, this information is very important, share it to your friends right now and uh, let us know what are your thoughts. We're talking to Associate Professor uh, Nuradli Rizwan Shah from the Faculty of Economics and Muhammad from uh, University of Science Islam Malaysia talking about subsidized cooking oil. So it's either you change your lifestyle or not. Stick with it. It's totally up to you. You as a consumer have the power to do so and change the world apparently. So make sure that uh, you make the right choice. Now we'll be right back. So we're going to take a short break with a good professor. So stay tuned. Good morning, Malaysia. Listen in to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face to face with our guest every Thursday at 11:15 a.m. only on Tracks FM. 43 minutes past 11. Good morning, Malaysia Auto. Coming to you live from Ankasa, Puri, Kuala Lumpur. Also live on our FB Live right now at Tracks FM Official. And we're talking to our guest today, Associate Professor uh, Nur Adli Ridzwan Shah from the Faculty of Economics and Muamalat University of Science Islam, Malaysia. I'm talking about subsidized cooking oil, a very heated topic right now. And uh, we have only about a couple of minutes more before we let you go, Professor. Uh, now, you already mentioned that... Uh, that You know, changing lifestyle could be one of the ways that we can actually, you know, uh, not defeat this issue, but, you know, make sure that our lifestyle is much more healthier mm-hmm. and should not be worried about, you know, subsidized cooking oil and all that. Could be one of the strategies which the uh, government currently is doing. But then again, uh, there are some back people who actually, you know, take advantage of people who are less fortunate, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, does go beyond the concept of Kuala Malaysia. We mm-hmm. should actually take care of each other and, you know, make sure that each of us are doing our part to make sure that all of us are in good shape. And making sure that Malaysia is great again. So you've gave us alternatives, whether we stay or we change our lifestyle altogether. Thank you very much for that. So is there like uh, another best way that you can say uh, to you know? Uh, oh, how do you say? Um, not defeat, but rather go over this uh, subsidized cooking oil. Well, if 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 we don't have the subsidy, right? So basically, the price will be. Uh depending on the market right the supply and demand and then the prices will be very high at the moment if we are looking at the price of the FCPO right the 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 crude palm oil so uh, we can see that there will be a very sharp increase in our expenses mm-hmm. okay sharp increase in our yeah, because cooking oil is actually essential for our cooking right yeah Unless we change, right? Unless we change our lifestyle we, instead of uh, frying then we boil can okay? yes. uh, you goreng Uh, telur mm-hmm. or you rebus telur mm-hmm. right so you fry the eggs or whether you uh, boil the eggs so basically it tastes uh, might be different okay but there is like something where we can we have to change our lifestyle yeah. another thing is that the probably uh, in term of um, 
another alternative, right? So uh, there is also maybe some people say that you can use uh, we call it air fryer, right? Mm-hmm. And then that is also another thing. But the taste might be different. Yeah. Okay. A lot different. I can say a lot, of, lot different. Yeah. Or maybe using microwave or whatever, right? So that is also can actually reduce okay, our consumption of uh, our expenses on buying expenses. cooking oil as well. Right. Uh, but what, what is your message to all Malaysian users currently right now? Uh, we need to check our what quality uh, our expenses, okay, mm-hmm. our, our monthly expenses, and whether we actually can cover or not, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, yes, there are some increase or decrease in in in, in the prices, but it, sometimes it can affect our uh, daily expenses. Yeah. So um, we have to always uh, check, okay, and then um, see if 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 we cannot do this. What would be the alternative? Okay, yeah. what we will do, right? So if we if we cannot get some, we call it, for example, we used to use twenty liters per month or thirty liters per month. So in order to reduce it, then what should we do? Yeah, right. So checking our expenses and then checking the alternative, okay, ways of of reducing the thing might be possible for the consumers, hmm. but it's actually very difficult. Yeah. to do because sometimes we are not cooking we go out and we eat out and so on right so yeah. but instead of eating out we we cook right so that is something okay uh changing our lifestyle which is which is uh there might be some people say that okay okay you can say that if you don't do this you will change like this so um <clears throat> but i'm sorry but uh, sometimes we have to do it yeah uh, speaking mm-hmm. of this, about added, you know, added more expenses and trying to find other alternatives to gain more income, we're talking about also uh, recently Prime Minister Dato Sri Ismail Sabiakub has announced an additional allocation of about 100 million ringgit for the informal and micro financing scheme mm-hmm. under the National Entrepreneur Group Economic Fund. Tukun. He also announced an additional allocation of about 30 million ringgit for the Bumi Putra Enterprise Enhancement Program as well under SME Corporation Malaysia. So, what is your thoughts on that? Okay, uh, when we Okay, when we talk about earlier in the, the program, we talk about the global economy, and so we have been talking about how to increase the GDP, right? Mm-hmm. And also how to, um, we call it, curb the inflation. Mm-hmm. So, um, what my personal opinion is that when they provide this uh, grants, so not, not grants, I think it's actually um, uh, funds. It's okay? a fund, yes. Fund to mm-hmm. the micro and also the informal uh, SMEs, SMEs yes. and also for the SMEs. They are actually trying to make sure that the economy grew uh, at a very good pace mm-hmm. rather than very, very slow. Okay. Right? So, because... As mentioned before, we have a certain budget, mm-hmm. a tightening fiscal policies ability. Yes. So you need to prioritize. Okay, the fund. How do you want to increase the GDP? Yes. Right. So one of the ways is actually making sure that the small and also the informal sectors, okay, and also the SMEs to be able to survive the what I call it the whatever effects of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and also to survive in the in the future. Exactly. Okay. And and we when we talk about the uh, the program that is actually for digitalization, for e-commerce, for uh, transforming 
the company yeah. to become like uh, I can say it's a hybrid lah mm-hmm. between brick and mortar and also the 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 digital digital digitalized uh, we call it mm-hmm. business. Yeah. So it's a hybrid combination of both. Totally right. Agree. So basically, basically it's trying to transform and preparing mm-hmm. this small businesses which is also the engine of the economy exactly to become uh, ready for the IR 4.0 and also the uh, the new economy that we are looking forward I would totally agree thank you very much uh, Associate Professor Nur Adli Rizwan Shah from the Faculty of uh, Economics and Muamalat from University of Science Islam Malaysia we're talking about subsidized cooking oil thank you once again for being in the studio uh, thank now, you so much Hido. I would just like to add that you know for those we already see and the good professor already announced that you know government is trying to help out entrepreneurs because you guys are the backbone of the country to make sure that the value of us uh, towards other countries countries goes up so that uh, we can actually you know get more income for, for our country as well so please do not take advantage of other people as well who are trying to make a living because that's just not a good way of doing it all right so if you see somebody or a company trying to take advantage you have to report to the authorities right in the meantime uh we've got the news coming up the top of the hour once again thank you so much i've taken a lot of your time professor uh, so all right we are going for a short break and then we have the news at the top of the hour and i'll be right back good morning malaysia